Welcome to Grace in the Shadows. This is Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J. Dr. Jonathan Beeler. Well, hello, everybody. Hope you're doing well today. We want to give a quick shout out to Opalaka, Florida. Opalaka. Opalaka. Did I say that correct? I hope. I think we did. It's a city in Miami Dade County, Florida. Oh. Yes. Miami is a beautiful city. It is. I've not and, been, uh, but you have been. It is a hustle and bustle. It's a lot of world. Yeah. But it's also got a lot of beautiful things, and uh, it's nice. just, uh, it is pretty classy. Remember Miami Vice? Yeah. Don yeah. Johnson? Don Johnson. Yeah, I used to try to dress like him. Like with I, I, I look back to, it looked pretty bad. It looks pretty funny. I can't believe I actually did that. Well, I Chains. think a lot of us did. <laughs> I, I will say that I may have dressed a little bit like that as yeah. well on the girl's side. I don't know. Anyway, if y'all, uh, don't, y'all check out Don Johnson, Miami Vice. Yeah. And there's some of y'all that are listening are younger than us. So you got to check it out to experience it. Maybe we can find a picture of you dressed up. Oh, you don't know. <laughs> All right. Anyway, you can check us out at Grace in the Shadows, mm-hmm. You can text or call 251-244-4645. Or you can email us at Dr. Jonathan at Grace in the Shadows, O-R-G. I have some jokes. Of course you do. Why okay. can't the sailor learn the alphabet? Oh, my. I don't know. Because he kept getting lost at sea. Oh, oh that was bad. I got okay. Another, I got another. Of course you do. What do you call a cheese that isn't yours? A cheese that isn't yours? I don't know. Nachos cheese. Nacho cheese. <laughs> okay. I got one more. I made the mistake of letting you know that I only have one fact tonight. So you decided you had to do three jokes because I only have one. That's fact. right. Because uh, I got to make up. Okay. What, how what? do celebrities keep cool? How do celebrities keep cool? I yeah. don't know. They have many fans. <laughs> okay. I need to go stand up. No. Well, I had, we have a dear friend that listened to the podcast one day and she called Robin. me. Yes. our friend Hey, Robin. Hey, Robin. She said to tell you not to quit your day job. She's probably right. Yes. Yeah, so to be you're, fair. You're not going to be doing any Daddy, dad jokes are never really funny. They're corny. Okay. That's why they're dad jokes. Okay. But she, anyway, okay. let me give my fact. During World War II, Americans called hamburgers Liberty Steaks. This was because hamburger hmm. sounded a little too German. Also, during mm. World War II, sauerkraut, and I know you like sauerkraut. Love sauerkraut. Yes, you do. It was renamed Liberty Cabbage. Well. Well. And that was during World War II. And I can't, you know, we weren't living back then. No. Um, and you can see why they would have. Now, yeah. a few years ago, they were calling, instead of calling French fries, French fries, they were calling Liberty fries. Do you remember why? Freedom fries. Freedom fries. Why would uh, they? Because France was being persnickety. Okay. Yeah, about something, and I forget. I forget what it was, but yeah, um, I remember that whole thing. So they were, yeah, not Liberty fries. You know, fries. it's easy to judge a generation. We weren't right. there, and no, we, we weren't, weren't at war. Right. So I get yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. All right. So what is our topic tonight? Zombies. Zombies. Well. Okay. The world is fascinated by zombies. Oh, my word. Yes. Yes. I, we tr- what was that zombie show? Oh, uh, something. The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead. Yeah. yeah. The, the, how we many? watched one episode and I was like, yeah, I know. I know we have 
we have listeners that I'm, I'm sure love The Walking Dead. Yeah. I could not get through one episode. Uh, you know, there's a fascination. There is a fascination. The zombies, Hollywood, video games, zombies. Uh, cartoons. You remember growing up, Scooby-Doo, yeah. they always had zombies. Uh, the word zombie actually comes from uh, Africa, West oh, Africa okay. uh, culture. Okay. Um, definitely some spiritual aspects. Oh, that. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. But yeah, zombies are are pretty uh, well known. Well, I believe in zombies. Oh, you do? Yeah, I'm going to talk about today. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, stay say. tuned. Don't hang up yet. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, you're, you're going to find out Don't. very biblical what I'm getting into. Okay, cool. Awesome. Uh, zombies, is you, if you watch the zombie shows or what have you, or the video game, I mean, there's hundreds out there yeah. about zombies. Right. Uh, zombies uh, survive in spite of being dead. They walk and don't even realize they're dead. Okay. They are hostile towards life and light. Yes. Zombies live like there is no tomorrow. Okay. Zombies do not realize that they are actually uh, necros, which is dead. Right. Um, so I believe there's many millions of zombies today. Okay. Uh, human beings without Christ are dead in sin. Ah, I see where you're going. Yeah. You know, before Christ, I mean, Adam and Eve sinned, Genesis chapter 3. Mm-hmm. They fell into the temptation. We inherit a sin nature. Yes. No one is born as a, a Christian. Right. That's right. They may be born into religion, but not Christian. Right. Or a Christian family and always go to church. But as I've given my testimony many times, just being born into a Christian ch- Christian family did not make me Christian. You're not going, we're not going to heaven because of grandma's faith. We're going to heaven or hell because of ours or lack of. From our decision. Yeah. Um, But in reality, Mm -hmm. if we live in this world separated from Christ, we are zombie. Before I was a Christian, I was a zombie. I guess I was then too, huh? Yeah. Okay. My soul and my spirit was dead. Yeah. And the unbeliever, and back then myself, I thought the gospel was foolish. Right. Thought the Bible was foolish. Yeah. Um, I did not look into eternity per se. Mm-hmm. Did not care. Right. Thought I could live forever. Yeah. Uh, that I was never going to die. And uh, you know, I really was not attracted towards the life and the light, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is Jesus. Right. Right. Makes sense. And so, if we're dead in sin, mm-hmm. we really are in need of a savior. Oh, most definitely. Um, and people without Christ are ultimately slaves to it, mm-hmm. slaves to sin and Satan. True, true. Uh, in Ephesians chapter 2, 1 through 3, it says, Paul says to the Ephesians, and you he made alive, meaning Jesus did this, mm-hmm. who were dead in trespasses and sins, in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience, Mm. among whom we all once conducted ourselves in lust of the flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, just as the others. Mm -hmm. So when we're dead, you know, a person who is dead in sin is really, in a sense, walking, walking dead. Yeah, walking dead people. Their body, they're physically alive in their body, but dead in their spirit, mm-hmm. dead in their soul. Right. That's why they look into other things, right? Yeah. 
What kind of things does the world look into? Oh, sexual satisfaction, money, um, houses, cars. Alcohol, drugs. Yeah, alcohol, drugs, food, uh, technology, Mm -hmm. uh, television, movies, you know, things. Yeah. People. Yeah. Turn with me, if you would, to 2 Corinthians. All right. 11. Second oh. um, Corinthians uh, uh, five, okay. eleven through um, the towards the end. <laughs> eleven through twenty-one. Or? Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Since then, we know what it is to fear the Lord. We try to persuade others. What we are is plain to God, and I hope it is also plain to your conscience. We are not trying to commend ourselves to you again, but are giving you an opportunity to take pride in us so that you can answer those who take pride in what is seen rather than what is in the heart. If we are out of our mind, as some say, it is for God. If we are in our right mind, it is for you. For Christ's love compels us because we are convinced that one died for all and therefore all died. And he died for all, that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. So from now on, we regard no one from a worldly point of view. Though we once regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone, the new is here. All this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation, that God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sin against them, and he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. We are therefore Christ ambassadors as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. So what do we see here about man or humankind? I I, I think you see... They lack fear of God. Yeah. That doesn't come naturally. No. Um, we see they're without hope. And they're very prideful. Yeah. And um, they're lost. Right. They're in darkness. Yeah, the darkness. You know, Jesus is our light. Um, our lives are full of a lot of darkness. But when we have Jesus, we know that we always have that light source. And yeah. that life source. Oh, too. yeah. Yeah. Paul says in in uh, you know the in in, cha- in verse eleven mm-hmm. um, and through thirteen he's ta- he talks about how you know the fear of the Lord mm-hmm. you know he's trying to persuade others and we should too because it's real right and there is a God to fear yes a lot of people say that what's the difference between your God and mm-hmm. other religions gods. And I tell them very simply that our my God exists. Yeah. That's the big difference. He died and rose again, too. And he yeah. should be feared. Absolutely. So we try to convince people in their conscience and the, the simplicity of the gospel mm-hmm. that they need to come to Christ. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, people that are lost are zombies. They are. They are going to think you're out of your mind, just like they did with Paul. They were saying he's crazy. They did the same thing with Jesus. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. And, 
you know, before I was a Christian, I could not even understand the scriptures. I couldn't either. It's just like you, you looked at it. It was just like a bunch of gobbledygook. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Arabic or something. Right. Yeah. And when you're saved and it takes, there's some, some power right. of the gospel. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he, Paul's not trying to reinvent it. No. He's preaching the what God gave him. Yes. Uh, the power in the gospel. Mm-hmm. He says in Romans, for I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it's the power of God unto salvation right. to the Jew and then to the Greek. Yes. That means to everyone. Yes. Um, so what do we see about God in these scriptures? Uh, we see that... Um, if it's for God, we are in our right mind. So if we're following God, uh, we are in our right mind. He gives us that truth in our hearts. Mm. And, uh, you know, we, we can focus on him and on the world. We see that he reconciled us. He, through Jesus, we can have salvation. He, reconciliation is bringing us peace mm-hmm. and bringing us to God, right. whom we were once separated from. Yeah. Yeah. And he says that we are ambassadors. Let's back up, though. Okay. You know, John 3.16, that very, very, probably the most popular verse in the Bible, mm-hmm. or it should be. Right. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. Right. So Jesus came for us zombies. Yeah, he did. And he saw the lostness. Right. He saw death. He saw that we were walking dead. He smelt the stench. Yeah. And he came fully man and fully God. And he reconciled the world Mm -hmm. at the cross. Right. He made a bridge. He did. He sure did. You know, and it wasn't just the physiological aspect of Jesus, although it was horrific. Right. Prophesied in Isaiah prophesied before the cross was even invented. Mm-hmm. I mean, most of, many people died before they even got to the cross. Right. And he had blood pouring out, mm-hmm. gushing out, mm-hmm. tissue hanging off, mm-hmm. probably could see some of his ribs. Yeah. That's how bad it was. It was bad. But that wasn't the worst. Right. I mean, they also mocked him. They put mm-hmm. a thorn crown on his head. They they said, you know, they hit him saying prophesy. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't the worst. No. The worst and the ultimate example, the epitome of love is when Jesus took our sin. Yes. He took our sin debt. Mm-hmm. And he paid for it on the cross when the father turned his wrath not on us, of which it should have been. Oh, absolutely. But he took it on himself. Yeah. Mm. And then he saw all the believers from the Old Testament and the New, mm-hmm. past, present, and future, that would ever believe. Right. And he made atonement for their sin, mm-hmm. which he took our sin, and then he gave us his righteousness, that by grace through faith we have eternal life. Yes. What a trade, <laughs> I tell you. You know, we definitely did not deserve for him to take our sins on on his back, but he did. And because of that, we, as it says in here, we can be reconciled to God. We couldn't come to God. No. Before. It's God's, well, mm-hmm. salvation is from God. It is. And 
but now through salvation, we are his adopted children. And we're really not citizens of this world. No, we're not. So we should not expect the world to understand us. That is true. I think so many times we try to, we beg the world to understand our beliefs and we beg the world to to listen to us and well, they're walking dead. They're zombies. They're, they're not, not capable of really understanding what we're saying until God gets hold of them. We are commanded to be prepared to prepare ourselves. Yeah. Uh, to give an answer for the hope within our heart. Right. But at the same time, we plant seeds and we prepare to give an answer, but it's God. It is God. We can't make people see this. We can't make the world. No, we can't. Um, like the crusades, that didn't work because no. God has to do it. Absolutely. But we can be ambassadors. Yes, we can. What's an ambassador? An ambassador is someone who represents their country to another country. Yeah. And so we go as representatives of of the king of the universe. Right. Out into the world. To the world. Yeah. Wherever he sends us. Yeah, great commission. And we're sharing his gospel. Mm Mm-hmm. We're sharing the word of God. We are. And we're sharing with how to make peace with God. Yes. So when we see this, there is a cure mm. to being a zombie. There is, yes. You know, trusting in Jesus. Mm-hmm. On those shows that you watch, there's not really a cure. But in real, the world, in the real life, there is a cure. And there is a cure. Is it's in Jesus. Yeah. Jesus died on the cross and said, he didn't say this bud's for you. He said, this blood is for yes, you. Amen. It is finished. Yep. He went down in Abraham's bosom mm-hmm. and he released the captives of the Old Testament. Right. Because they were waiting for Jesus to come. Yeah. And he opened it up to, we have direct access. And now when we die, we go straight to heaven. Mm-hmm. And he proclaimed to the angels in chained victory. Yes. A victory in Jesus. Amen. Uh, and he rose from the dead. And because Amen. he rose, we will too, if we, put, if we trust him as Lord and Savior. That is very true. That is very true. That is the cure for being a zombie. Any yes. zombies out there, <laughs> trust in Jesus. Repent. Amen. Believe on Jesus. Mm-hmm. And you will be freed from being a zombie. And it'll be the best decision you've ever made in your life. And it also helps us remember that. God can take your mess, even if you're a zombie, turn into a message for his glory, for your good. Thanks for listening, everybody. We really appreciate it. Have a great day. Goodbye.